right. It is boy number one. And uh, I just had coffee for like the first time in like three months. So I'm feeling jazzed and ready for this session. So I'm going to start this pre-pod. <laughs> and it's finale time. We've got a two. It's finale two time. Disc one, disc two finale coming at you. And before we go in, I wanted to ask these guys of their favorite moments of season one. Favorite moments or favorite, you know, quotes or what have you. Uh, this one's a little shorter because we've got a lot of recording to do tonight. But yeah, anyone can go. Okay, I'll go. Chance, you, I think you said you're going first. Go okay. First. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what's about to come out of my mouth. But um, okay, my favorite moment of season one would be, and it just most recently happened. But I think my, I think my favorite is I've never done a solo episode before, and that was actually super fun playing with Jackson, just the two of us. And I don't know, I I don't think I would want to just like only play solo sessions because it would just be kind of different, be a little weird just sitting with you and one other person like every week. But I will say, putting them in your games. Like it just if if it fits the story can make for really cool like moments and uh, I mean there's there's always the difficulty of balancing which Jackson can attest to that he was feeling pretty pretty uh, I, I would assume that you were trusting me that everything was balanced and good but it got a little hairy at one point uh, as far as the combat goes but no I I really do I thought that was like. When I was like kind of setting up the story and writing some stuff, I think it was only like two weeks before we recorded episode 20, 21, where, um, where at the very end of it, Aaron gets kind of like taken hostage that I was like, even had that idea. I was like, I just had that idea driving or something. I was like that, that's, that's gotta happen like that. I don't know. So no, I think that's probably my favorite on the, on the game master side. I thought, uh, episode 22 the with the session with the three guys and Alec like that may be also one of like the coolest moments in the show in my opinion and I also really love the cold open that I wrote with Alec so that episode 22 this uh, solo episode and the three of them dealing with the loss of a party member and like just going on this trip and all of the all the freaking D or the natural twenties that happened, I hated. It was a ride, but it's okay. <laughs> Nothing's worse than fi- getting a boss that's really fun to play, and then just them getting critted on and not being able to do anything. But no, it was it was great. That's probably my favorite. But there's there's so many great moments of this show so far. But that's that's what I could think of off the top of the dome. So since I had to go first, I'm going to pick Ronnie. What is your favorite moment of season one? Okay, boy number five here. You haven't heard my voice and it's been three minutes and 30 seconds. I'm sure you're getting worried where I was. So I'm here to talk about my favorite moments of, um, or my favorite moment of the first season. And I think like I'm, I'm kind of cheating here. I was thinking about some of my favorite moments and they kind of ended up being like this cumulative feeling. I think from around... Hmm episode five or six ish um onward 
there was kind of this just joint feeling that we all had after we recorded, after we hit stop every night, there was kind of this joint feeling of, holy hell, that was so good. And it was way better than the last episode. And then the next episode came and we were like, holy cow, that moment was so much better than the last episode. And then like, it just kept going and kept going and kept going. It's like, it's, it's a cool feeling of growth. Like not only with the growth of the podcast, like having people to listen to our stuff and like getting more followers and all that stuff is super cool. But like also just like a feeling of personal growth where we just felt like the story we were telling was like continuously getting better and growing and building and like this kind of slow behemoth of story was expanding. I thought that was like super cool. You know, I think about when Chance said, there's a dragon in the castle. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then when Frisgig almost died and we were all like, oh my gosh. And then like it kept going. He was like, Aaron's dead. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then, like, <laughs> uh, we walk into this cavern and you look across the aisle and you see freaking Aaron. Oh my gosh. Like all this stuff. Yeah. Like every single time we ended an episode, it just felt like it was getting better and better um but kind of to like tether a point if i have to i think that some of my favorite moments in this story have been chances cold opens and chances character development i think the skits and cold opens that he's written um with like urkel and Kaleri and frizzgig and aaron all respectively are like super 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 great but i think one of my favorite moments just period in the entire show is um when urkel goes to visit his father um, back in Breach Hill, um, that just like kind of hit differently for uh, those of you out there who like have like maybe a weird relationship with your father. I really don't, so I don't know why it hit so hard. But like I was tearing up, and I think Chance and Zach both—that was like some of the best acting that they've done um, that I've heard them do, and I really love that moment. So there you go. That's awesome. So I guess I get to I yeah, get that to is pick somebody awesome. now, right? That's like. I get to oh, pick yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, per the precedent yeah, that you exactly. set. That's how we do this. The the Gowan Tonian precedent. All right, I'm gonna Tony. Uh, speaking of Tony, pick. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Jackson. Jackson, you're up. PP11, oh. hit it. PP11. <laughs> you know what's up? It's boy number four, um, and it's my turn now. So, listen. Um, I don't know. Um, so I thought I, I definitely can't deny that the solo pod is gotta be up. If not my number one, like it's my honorable mention or something. I gotta like agree with chance. It was like, since chance and I have been playing Dungeons and Dragons together for so long, it felt like a night that I would be staying at his place or he would be staying at my place. And it was like six or seven yeah. years ago. And I can imagine this whole game occurring just between me and him forever ago. And it was such a crazy moment to feel now when it feels like we understand the game so much better than we did when we were falling in love with it together. So Man. that's got to be like, you know, up there for like a personal feeling and this like great uh, thing that we do, this D&D &D that like lasts for years and years. But um, I also thought of the time we were in the tavern together and yeah. there was a Hero Duels game going on in the room and we start betting <laughs> yes. on it. And Silas has a cigar and I am having like my 
second drink of alcohol ever. And it's just, I don't know. It all got so crazy. It was hilarious. That's like my, um, my warm, sweet, bubbly memory of like the, the first season so far. Man. So good. And now I pass to Silas. Um, okay. I, the, the first thing that came to my mind was the, um, just from, from like a cool mo, like it was, it was a cool moment at, as a player. Uh, we were in, uh, when we were on like the, the bottom floor of the, of Hell Night Hill, uh, and we were fighting the, um, well, we got into the room, we, we defeated those three, um, what are they called again? Oh, Chabacas. Chabacas. And then, uh, and then we had we had like a round or two of warning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then setting up the defenses. Yeah. The way all of that went, it just felt very like cinematic. I could just see the whole thing happening in my head. And yeah. and and little Frizzigig, uh, holding the the couch against the door on his own with these two just you know full grown. Um, I believe those were Boggards as well. Boggards came at one point because there were two waves that came through that door. Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but anyway. But um, uh, the first one just like blowing it past and then he ran up and just like jumped in the couch and slammed it back. Uh, That was really fun. That was a very fun thing to experience. Uh, I just remember that fight being really, really Mm -hmm. fun. Uh, well, that was a, that was a fight that you had in like one month were actually able to like feel good about afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I uh also I also really like the cold opens. That's something in, in a in a D D game that's not for a podcast or anything like that. You just wouldn't you would never have something like that. Maybe you might do it a little bit, but not not quite, you know, not not in that same way. Um so that's cool because that feels really as someone playing in the game. Uh, that makes it feel really different, and I enjoy. I really actually enjoyed listening to those. Uh, it's it's the coolest way to get uh, pieces of someone's backstory. I think um, it's a lot more fun to listen to than than you know somebody in their character voice saying, "Well, when I was a boy, I did this and then, you know." Yeah. Um. Uh. The the episode where we all had our dealings with. Um, Cattlesby oh, was that his name? T- Thomas Cattlesby. Cattlesby. <laughs> Cattlesby. Comes to town. Man, that was a really fun episode. That, that was, was a so really funny. Ah, uh, dang! That, it was just a very Screw funny way to tie in all of our uh, like downtime yeah. jobs. I thought that was just funny. That was a really really fun one to to just listen to. I think it's genius. Mm-hmm. It's just writing genius. So funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Thomas Cattlesby. Uh, <laughs> yes. He well, sucks. I yes. don't like a liar, and I will not be buying from you. <laughs> oh. Freaking Urkel getting completely wrecked. Oh, you had him. Man, you had him. You just went to squeeze out a little bit more, didn't you? Little bit more gold. <laughs> Got bills to pay, Cattlesby. <laughs> Speaking of Urkel, uh, it's Zach's turn. I would say uh, best, best moment i've always focused on like and i think i mentioned this in one of our previous pre um about 
Oh, it's character building. Just about the nuance of like character flaw and what that shows an audience member. And I, Ronnie, I like that. I will say thank you for what you said about the Urkel and his dad spot because that was really cool and something that Chance and I had talked about for a while. And um, just like they like you can bring. It's funny. There's two half orcs talking to each other, but there's so much humanness involved. Like it's a very real conversation that I think a lot of people I'm like Ronnie like I have great family no weirdness and I just think that's really real for a lot of people um for for all sorts of reasons but that was so fun to to play out but I would say um Urkel's been a blast to play um he's I I think I can relate to him in a lot of ways which has made it really fun to play and easy to play um but uh frizzy gig still has to be like there's so many moments of frizzy gig that uh, you know we talked about episode 22 the three of us um and that probably was my favorite frizzy gig episode because there were so many moments of non-characteristic growth if that makes sense from frizzy gig um from alec I feel like we can't go into too much detail because I don't want to blow up for Jackson because he hasn't heard it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what? from Alec asking Frizzy Gig, what's your name? And the Frizzy Gig response in my head was like, I don't say anything. I just keep walking. and Or like saying something like stupid and mouthing off at him. But he like took a moment, like took a breath and was like, my name's Frizzy Gig. And that for some reason just like, like there's matureness coming from a guy who, I mean, if we look at all of us, none of us are adventurers except for maybe Kaleri. Like Kaleri is the only yeah. one with like real combat experience and training. And the rest of us are like an ex banker, a kid who's angry and a guy who, <laughs> you know, is on some sort of journey and it's led him into <laughs> us. So it is angry. it's true. You're just a little kid, but like you get this like very mature growth at a frizzy gig to where he's like learning how to bite his tongue, which has always been a very important characteristic of frizzy gig mm -hmm. i.e the bar scene where he gets kicked across the room <laughs> yeah. which is really the first cool scene of the show in my opinion it was the most like dramatic like holy what's gonna happen oh, yeah. you know um but all the way up through the end of the the episode there was like three distinct things and now they're escaping me but there were like three distinct things i can remember out of that episode where you like advanced you like grew and that was so just like that is like that is like what i that is making this so much more real and as a listener so much more fun to listen to because it's not we've all kind of developed our like what we do in the group like our roles you know we have our combat down pretty much we're getting there um and we've established like the things we say in our personality and the only place to go chance i think you said this too is like the only place to go is forward now like a lot of our backstories have been revealed not all you know, from, from uh, there, we have pieces of everybody's puzzle, but like the forward is, is becoming more important now than the past. Um, and that's just like one of those signs, you know, that, that I saw from frizzy gig, obviously lots of emotion in that episode from everybody for different reasons. And then all the way up leading to last episode, uh, and how he handled it, I think was just raw. Um, yeah. and so it's just powerful stuff. Like, like at this point, what do you do? And I think we all are gonna get to points where it's like, okay, so now what? Um, you know, because of A, what what does the rest of my, what does my future look like? And that's just, that's like that climax point that I think we're just getting to with our characters and that's amazing, Yeah, you know? 
absolutely that that i mean we don't have much time i think we have like five minutes left or something but i was just gonna say like um what you what you said about like growth and stuff and that was one of the big things that comes with i mean any anytime i dm a game i'm like like you want to set up the story so that it's not i don't know it care like Every person who plays D&D, you want, ideally, for your characters to meet up and have some organic way for them to work together, you know? And some some players just can't do it, so you have to, like, start them off like, oh, we've already been adventuring for some time, or, like, we all got hired in for a job or whatever. But with this one, it's like you all kind of meet in a tavern, and you, like, yeah. and, and it, was, it was so complicated because none of you really wanted to do the call of heroes and that's what yeah. it, it needed you to do. And so I know there was a lot of stress of like, how are we, how's this going to happen? How's this just going to organically happen? And I know Silas, you were a little, you felt a little wary of like episode 13 and like how like Frizzigate kind of had a turning point there and you were worried yeah. that it wasn't like organic enough, but like, I don't know, listening back and seeing where we are now, like I, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I, I really do in my opinion, feel like we did a pretty good job of like forging the party organically. And I, and now it feels like you all have a motive to be where you're at, you know? Mm-hmm. And this AP doesn't really do a great job of like, like, like the main plot of the whole thing isn't even out yet, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's hard, you know, to give you guys motives and you guys are all over the place, but I'm really happy that you guys are like miles underground and walking into this strange room with all these like elven th- stuff and there's a cult here and Vaz is here and I don't know it, it all makes sense like if you listened it makes sense it's not like unbelievable so anyways I, I think we're doing a great job and I think you guys have done a great job like knowing when to grow like like Zach said like Frizzica grew like multiple times that episode and I don't know I think you guys have all matured at a really great pace and at a really great time so there's a lot Absolutely. more where that's coming <laughs> in like an hour. So <laughs> honorable uh, mention Vaz and Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> wine games. Oh, that was yeah. fire. The, the scene game. was fire. Just oh, way more geez. foreshadowing than I thought it actually was. It was amazing. It, <laughs> it was, was fire. It was, it was awesome. Quick shout out to. So if you're not on our discord and you're listening to pre-pods, holy cow, get on our Discord. Get in the DM. Um, because we want to talk to you in real time, not three weeks after. Um, but shout out to Big Daddy Jace for commenting on exactly what Chance was saying. He was talking a little bit about Hero Duels, and then he said, you know, like, I'm just really glad everyone is friends now when he was referring to that episode. It's like, I know you can't rush mm. the story, but dang, I've been waiting for that for a hot minute. And yeah. uh, one thing that we always talk about is the fact that, like, Chance is like, you guys have known each other for literally two weeks, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, Clary yeah. and Aaron have been alive for over 100 years or nearly 100 years. So it's like, this is a, a small blip in the radar of, like, our heroes' lives. But, like, at the same time, we were able to find a way to, like, organically create some sort of, like, party. And it doesn't feel fragile, like Chance was saying. It feels like, it feels real. It feels like we have a good sense of like camaraderie that was like forged in the fire. It's like the quickest way to make like connections yeah. as sad as it is, is through trauma and like spiders. I f- feel like we did a really good job of like hmm. allowing the trauma and allowing the experiences to dictate when we came together and not just like having that magical plot device, plot armor juice that pulled us all together because we're supposed to be there. Right. So 
I, it took a long time, but I think it was well worth it, and it made our characters more believable. You know, for sure. Are there any other closing remarks before we move on to the finale? Anything? Yeah, I got one. Yeah, go ahead. I got one. Uh, I once again have to draw attention to the biggest missing piece. We have to come up with a party name that oh, fits both oh us and our characters. Gosh. Very true. I had still thought of up one. in the air. Oh, I had thought of a party name the, the other day and I didn't write it down. Oh no. And there's no telling what it'll be, so you got to keep listening to find out. I just we have it figured out. I just hope it comes up organically. I don't know. I I love the big dogs. The big dogs as our party name from our Dungeons and Thrones campaign. Yeah, but big dogs and then the salty dogs. Salty dogs. Yeah. The salty. All right. Well, maybe we'll get a party name this episode. Who knows? But all I know is we've got one meaty action-packed app coming your way and yeah if you guys listen to these right before um i don't know i i hope i'm fingers crossed there's some tears shed from this episode that's my one goal if, oh, geez. if one single tear happens i'll be like man that was that was great all right shed tears not blood 2020 oh man uh, okay <laughs> uh signing <laughs> off boy number one signing off boy number five Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Four, 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 four,